This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> Why not? Nor do they, uh, if they exist, believe in me, I don't think. No, specific, specifically in specifically? you. Specifically? They don't, they don't specifically believe in you. Um, no, usually aliens probably don't exist, huh? No. We've had this conversation before. On the show before. <clears throat> um, and uh, no. No. I, whether or not they exist is a moot point at this, you know, it's, it's moot. doesn't matter. Can't prove they exist. Can't get to them. Because the government you probably think so? already has, you know, secret treaties with secret the space, treaties, the space federations, the space federations. Uh huh. Do you think there's like a UN of space? There's got to be. If there's, if, yeah, there's got. If there, if there are more than like two different alien species, yeah. If there, if there are just two alien species, then they're at war with each other. That's obvious. <laughs> and that's obvious. Yes. That's uh, a that's a Cristalia quote. He yeah. does in all his his, his stand ups and he does yeah. it a lot on Timid Podcasts. He's like, and that's obvious. Oh, um, he says it just like you said it too. It's pretty phrase. funny. Yeah, when he does, he he also took it into he'll make vines and stuff, and yeah. like he'll do what he'll do is he'll let me hear more about Cristalia rather than the well, point I, will. I was making. He'll be in he'll be in like a Starbucks and he'll take a video of somebody with ridiculous shoes on or whatever uh-huh. it is, and he'll be like he'll be like. Don't wear these shoes in public, and that's obvious. Oh, who the who the crap cares, Crystalia? Whatever. Take your stupid. Whatever. Your stupid. You know, haircut. when you have a ninety-minute special on Netflix, then you can then you can talk to me about how stupid he is. I, I could talk to you how, about how stupid he is right now. I don't care. Like, <laughs> okay, so that annoys me. Like, who cares who who's wearing what shoes in public? Who cares? Move on oh, to something I mean, that matters. That's why our government is running amok. And, have you ever heard of people? And at aliens Walmart? have taken over, and aliens terrorists are winning. Over the terrorists are because, winning because because people we're ca- concerned with yes. Because back in the 1930s, back in the 1950s, no one cared what you wore in public, unless it was nothing. Uh, I think I would care very much I mean, if it was yeah, nothing. They, they still did. Every throughout the history of man, people have always been judged by what they're wearing or what they. Yeah, do. absolutely. They have. Did you bring my tea in here, or did I? I don't. I don't know. I did. You did. Hooray! If you can hear the ice sounds, uh, I thought that was like thunderous applause for you remembering your iced tea. Speaking of ice sounds, it's officially cold in Missouri. Yeah, it's uh, um, which is awful. Yeah, we got about I don't even know if it's a oh, it was a measurable accumulation, but uh, we did um, get something mm-hmm. in the past 24 hours or so, like an inch. Well, past 48 hours, really. Yeah, like an inch. Um, Nothing compared to what the, the kind of icy and yeah, stupid. Nothing compared to what the Great Lakes in the north northeast is getting right now. But and as per the usual, I hate precipitation so much. I love it. I, I love wetness and snow and water. It's so cold, Matt. Why would you like this? Because because it's a nice uh, departure from the rest of the time of the year. I, I like the fact that there are seasons and, and you have winter and summer and fall <laughs> Do you? and spring. You have different times of the year with different climates. You know who set those seasons up, right? Um, uh, if you need to refer to the book of Genesis. Oh, was it God? To. Did he set those up? 
Uh, Matt hates the idea of, of, of God with a capital G. He really does. No, I don't. I don't hate the idea. I think I, I would love that idea to be to be real. I'm just not sure that it is. I'm just not sure it is. Anyway, um, welcome to Give That Some Thought. Yeah, uh, welcome. Um, my name is Addison. This is Matt Hume. That sultry voice on the other end that you hear. Hello. And we're here to do a show called Give That Some Thought. This is our 48th episode. 48? I think so. Wow. Wasn't last week or uh, 47? Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's pretty... 45, 46 maybe? Who knows? No, I think it's 48. Um, hmm. And that's pretty cool. <clears throat> We've been doing it for a while. We love each other very much. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's why we do it. Uh, and also because we love you guys, our listeners, our fans, of which there are we many. We mostly do it because we love ourselves. Well, yeah, I'd say equal parts love for ourselves and for our yeah. fans. Yeah, this is episode number forty-eight. It wow. is episode number forty-eight. So, welcome to episode number forty-eight. If the show were a person, it would already have a midlife crisis. How cool would it be in a couple of years when we could be like the Nerdist? You know, like when the Nerdist comes on, and he's like episode number five forty-seven. It's like, damn, like that's so yeah, big of they, a number. They do like three a week. I think Nerdist is weekly. No, they do like two or three a week. Just the Nerdist channel? Because yep. I know the Nerdist, yeah. like the Empire does all kinds of shows. No, yeah, but, but Ner- Nerdist, do they, the Nerdist podcast. No, maybe yeah. they do. I don't know. Not. I don't. I ha- see uh, that show, like many others. You only listen I have to the, it. Well, I have the feed, it's... and then I look, and then if, if somebody on there that I want to yeah. hear, then I listen to it. I, I don't have anything against, uh, what's his face? What is his face? Hardwick. Chris, yeah, Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. Decent interviewer, decent shows, but I just don't, I don't care to listen to pe- ones that I don't yeah. have any attachment to I, who they have I on listen the show. to it when it's, um, Somebody I, I'm, I'm interested in, or when they have their hostful episodes, which is just Chris Hardwick, Jonah Ray, and Matt, Matt Myra there, and they're just See, they don't do those very often now. They do like once once a month. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but it's, and sometimes when it's somebody I'm mildly interested in, or, or sometimes even not at all, yeah. I'll still listen because it's a good show and it is a good show. Funny, um, but yeah, <laughs> no, they do like this. three episodes a week. Yeah. So. Real 150, quick. 100, 100, they've been, I think they've probably been managing like 100 episodes. A year. A year, so. About five years, four or five years. Yeah, they're almost to 600. Um, Real quick, actually, now that we're on this topic, let's talk about some of our favorite podcasts. We mentioned The Nerdist, something we've both listened to. What are some others that you, okay, I see one there, which I know we're both big fans of there on the far right. No, well, far right on that bottom row. Yeah. Yeah, but that's you made it weird. Uh, the other yeah, one I was both of us love you made it. You made it weird. Was uh, Nerdist um, five ninety two birthday uh, boys, and that was from like a week and a half ago. Yeah, I, and I saw that one in there. And I almost so listened almost to it, but I'm not 600. that familiar with the birthday boys. But yeah. um, anyways, yeah. So Nerdist, we listen to. What else do you listen to? Uh, well, just staying in the Nerdist network. Probably you've been listening to what's his face a lot too. You made Harmon it weird. Town. Yeah, uh, that's not on Creator Community. That used to be on the Nerdist Network. It's not anymore. Um, it's on his own like website, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I listen to... I'm more of the, on the Corolla side of things. I listen to the Adam and Dr. Drew show. I listen to... But now, when it comes to Adam Corolla's show... You've got more of a classic rock FM DJ taste I in do. your podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I do... When it comes Stern to the Adam Corolla show, I will say this. It's the same way with the Nerdist for me. Because like, he'll have all kinds of guests on there, and I just don't care to listen to him if I don't know who it is. Yeah. So... Like I said, I'll refresh his feed, and I'll, but I'll only download the ones that are either him and Bob Ryan and Allison, just the three of them, or with a guest that I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one I listen to regularly. 
I listen to every Adam and Dr. Drew show because that's I really like Dr. Dr. Drew's got you know with the addiction and that kind of thing. I really like painting you know that those type of topics. That's almost about it. I listen to ten minute podcast, mm-hmm. which I'm a fan of. You're not so much. Um, that's about it regularly that I listen to. Yeah, I've got. I've got- I haven't listened to Ben Gleeben forever. <clears throat> I think he stopped for a while. Because he did his show. Uh, yeah, his his shows are coming out uh, like once a month. I stopped too, like not because he's not putting out new stuff, but just because I got bored with it. Really? I don't. I, I he's not that funny. Um, he's not really funny. Funny. Um, yeah, and his opinions aren't necessarily original enough to make it worth listening to. No offense. Well, I mean, his, but, the best shows that he does are the ones where he has his parents on. Yeah, you listen to his parents. Yeah, or the ones talk. with Ben Morrison are pretty good too. But. Um. But no, I don't. I don't listen to his show anymore. Uh, it's. Uh, I really, I really haven't done a whole lot with the Smodcast Network. I, I don't listen to Hollywood. Yeah, you used Babylon. to listen to them a whole lot. I don't listen to Hollywood Babylon anymore because it's just the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't listen to uh, Smodcast anymore because it's just. Uh, what, it's all about Tusk now. Isn't well, it's it? all about what project am I doing right now? Like the Kevin Smith promotional project hour. <laughs> um, the Kevin Smith promotional project. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I guess Tusk has done. What is he doing? Clark's three now. We're working on it, or they're in pre-production, probably. Or um, yeah, I think he's going to work on another. It's written. Horror. He's working on another horror flick after this. I think to be tied into Tusk and or Red State or no, no completely separate, completely different. Oh, cool. Um, not sure what it is though. So that's who, cool. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, Tusk. I th- I guess went over like a lead balloon, as Kevin Smith projects do. Yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much. But. In true Kevin Smith fashion, I, I did see a lot on Twitter from his fans that really liked it. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean a whole lot. Yeah, I still want to see it. I'll probably download it when it comes out. I have been listening to this this podcast called Red Ice Radio. Red Ice Radio. Yep. It's based out of Sweden. Okay, you haven't um, told me about this. It is a it is a conspiracy theory. Oh, here we go. Um and. Uh, now, do they talk about the really whacked out ones or the culture. pretty re- reasonable well, ones? Well, hold on, hold on. It's, it's a conspiracy theory slash uh, government conspiracy website or, uh, or, or, okay. or podcast. Um, like two or three episodes a week, about an hour long each. Um, the main focus, though, some some great discussions, interesting guests. The main focus, though, is on Zionism rate and racial purity. Um, really? Yeah, kind of like uh, he's it, the 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 dude is. Um. The guy, the guy who does it is. Mm-hmm. I can't really nail down his beliefs so much. Whether or not, like, what you dig? Whether or not he's like full. I, no, I don't. I don't. Really? I don't really agree with him on most stuff. But he has like interesting guests on as far as as far as like Zionism, Zionism go, which I think is not is is the scourge of the Western, is the scourge of the world right now is Zionism. Which a lot of people are going to think that Matt hates the Jews. No, 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 not at all. It has nothing to do with. Yeah, with, with but you don't have the massive boner for him. Any but. ethnicity, it's it's the simple fact that guess what? There there's a collection of people in this world who seriously want to take over the world for religious pur- purposes. That Zionism, yeah, yeah, and that goes towards. Uh, it's the same thing. Um, religious fascism, basically. Is well, what it's, Zionism it's the same is. thing that the religious, the extremism on the part of uh, the Muslims. Like that's the same. That's what they want to do. It's just the opposite. Kind. It was yeah. just the opposite side of Zionism. It's cut from a different cloth, but it's the same. Yeah, it's cut from the same cloth, the just different beliefs. That right, their cloth is the real cloth. <laughs> well, my cloth is the real cloth, man. 
Um, anyways, no. <clears throat> All right. I can't remember what I was going to start with, but uh, let's just get this out of the way. I don't even want to talk about it because it makes me so upset. Well, we, we we teased last week on the show that we were going to talk about. Net yeah, neutrality. well, we'll get into that. That's going to be the and media. We are going to talk about that. Yeah, but this is going to start it. Um, and a couple thing, couple things that the ta- tangents of the whole web discussion. Yes, uh, and how it's po- being politicized so hard right now. Sure, but anyways, um, yeah, I just want to get this out of the way. So, Governor Jay Nixon, Governor of Missouri, yes, has issued a, uh, and I'll pull up the. Should have pulled this up before I started talking about it. The actual document. Yeah. Whereas. Off of, off of his website. Yeah. Like, this is off of the governor's webpage. Governor.mo.gov. Yeah, there's an executive order. Um, executive over 1414? Yes. Whereas City of Ferguson and the St. Louis region, which I'm not sure. That's kind of. What does that mean? It like means wherever the hell they want. Yeah, they they I want think that's what that means. Mean, yeah. And that's a little disconcerting. But anyways. Have ex- if there's rioting in St. Genevieve, then yeah, that's the St. Louis region. Right, exactly. Or Kansas City or wherever. Yeah. Right. Uh, City of Ferguson and the St. Louis region have experienced periods of unrest over the past three months, and whereas the United States Department of Justice and St. Louis County authorities are conducting separate criminal investigations into the facts surrounding the death of Michael Brown, and whereas the United States Department of Justice and St. Louis County authorities could soon announce their findings of their independent criminal investigations... And whereas, regardless of the outcomes of the federal, state, and criminal investigations, there is the possibility of expanded unrest, and whereas the state of Missouri will be prepared to appropriately respond to any action, re- to any reaction to these announcements, and whereas our citizens have the right to be peaceful, yada yada yada. Let's get to the meat of this thing. So, is a is a whereas like um is that the is that like when it's an like, ass turns into a werewolf once a month? Like well, it's kind of like moon? that because you remember how you remember how you take a mule and a donkey to get a. Wait, or no, what you take it? a horse and a donkey. Horse to get and a, a donkey mule. to get a mule. That's yeah. right. Okay, so yeah, you take a werewolf and a donkey, sure, and you get a whereas. Okay. Yes, and some of them can fly, some of them cannot, but they're very dangerous. How do they fly? They don't have wings, do they? Mm, some of them, there's like Cause, these because werewolves don't have wings and donkeys don't have wings. No, How do they fly? but because of the genetics of the two species mutating, uh-huh. and because they weren't originally supposed to be, there was a mad scientist many years ago. Sure, sure. And so he began breeding these animals and artificially inseminating and crossbreeding with these two animals. Uh-huh. And he basically he was killed by one too, one that got wild and and broke out of the cage that he had it in. But it. And so it's the whereas, and it lives in in dark forests and places of that nature. And <coughs> it's a very dangerous animal because not only do you have the full moon aspect with the werewolves, uh-huh. but they can also do that on any other date. <coughs> not that they want to, but th- things like Friday the 13th. Okay. Um, f- you know, like Saturday nights at midnight, just sure. different different s- specific dates they can, they can turn and... Wreak all sorts of havoc. So it was created by a mad scientist? Yes. I did not know that, huh? Yeah. Animal genetic experiments created by a mad scientist. Yeah. It's a first in this area. Well, the 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 more the moro you know. The, <laughs> indeed. Anyways, to the meat of this thing. Now therefore I, Jeremiah J. Nixon, yada yada yada, by virtue of the authority vested in me, yada yada yada. I'm really trying to get to the meat here. Do hereby declare a state of emergency. Yeah. Exists in the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, cutting to the quick of this, there's not a state of emergency right now. Using using those words, well, there is because he's declared it. Yeah, 
but using those words in terms of if you had a friend from Utah give you a call and say, how are things in Missouri? You wouldn't say, well, it's a state of emergency. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you'd say. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of like that office when that office episode when Michael comes out. Oh, I declare of, bankruptcy. I declare yeah. bankruptcy. <laughs> I, I just think of like Jay Nixon coming out of his I office. I declare bankruptcy. No, he, I just think of like Jay Nixon coming out of his office and there's all yeah. his aides around. He's like, I declare emergency. emergency. Yeah. No, it's that's the part that's frustrating to me because there's no state of emergency. I drove. Uh, I was getting my wife's car fixed. And the place that I was taking it to was in North St. Louis County. I drove through the city limits of Ferguson, I believe, as well as Florissant, as well as Hazelwood, um, North St. Louis County, right, where all of this is supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. It's just fine. Yeah. I don't even think I saw a police officer during my as I drove through there. Mm-hmm. There's not a state of emergency. Nothing's happening. Yeah. If you get online... Facebook and the like, particularly Facebook, which I mentioned last week, there's a lot of people sharing a lot of different articles about gun sales going up. There's a lot of people sharing a lot of different articles yeah, they about are, they are. about protesters' demands and, and this and that and on and on and on. And it's, I don't know. I almost look at this in at this early date because from what I understand, there's not going to be a verdict from this grand jury until, and again, all the wording that I've seen that seems official is mid to late November. Yeah. This seems premature. Well, I mean, it is mid... And just adding to the fear. It's mid to late November right now. It's the 18th? Yeah, but... Yep. I don't mid know. Don't, don't you typically wait until... like? It's probably going to be the next couple days. Like, no governor has ever seen the forecast for a hurricane and declares a state of emergency. Well, they think, declare a okay, state of emergency on, when a hurricane comes in and destroys think, the city. Think, think about it this way. You know think, what I mean? Think about it this way. And I was actually thinking about this while I was watching the news about an hour ago when you first came over. Yeah, because the headline was scrolling on CNN and all that sort of thing. <laughs> it's uh, nine days until Thanksgiving. Yes. Or, which means yeah. it's ten days until Black Friday. Mm-hmm. This indictment is either going to come out in the next two days or it's going to be after Thanksgiving. Or it's going to be in December or, or the, the, the first Monday or Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Probably. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because if might you, be out by the time the show's out. If you don't, in which case we'll sound like ham-fisted idiots. Yeah, no, but but if you if you don't, um, well, yeah, if you don't uh, do it now or after Thanksgiving, what's going to happen on Black Friday, right? You 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 either need to release the news in the next couple of days and get whatever's going to come out of the way out of the way and get it quelled, uh huh, or wait until after Thanksgiving, or else you're going to interrupt holiday sales. <laughs> yeah, but still, like. Like, like oh, the example that no. I gave, like no, no governor has ever seen why. a hurricane on the way and said, "Well, I'm declaring a state of emergency." Like, don't, don't. Yeah, you they do. They do all the time. No, they do all the time. Before, yeah, before things happen, an event happens. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe I'm just misunderstanding that, but I, it, I don't know. It just seems with everything else that's going around. I mean, if Facebook you know it's whatever, imminent, it just. But I don't think that we do. Do we really know that it's imminent? Well, it is imminent because everybody's saying it's imminent. That's the no. reason why it's imminent. Yeah, well, there's two ways to start a riot. It's tell people there's going to be a riot, and then have the cops show up at any protests or any any other place where people gather for some reason. For some reason, yeah, for some ideological reason, yeah. And then there's going to be a riot, and that's what has been hap- that has been happening for three solid months now. Yeah, off and on. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's a point there, and. I will also say this in my, in in his defense, the governor's defense. 
it's quite possible that he knows uh, information that we don't know. Absolutely, he does. Absolutely. And I would hope that he does, as you know, because he's the governor. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I hope he knows more about Missouri politics than I do, <laughs> seeing as how he's running the state and I'm not. If I know more, <laughs> then, then we have an issue. Perhaps I should run the state, or we should find somebody who knows more than either of us. Yeah. <laughs> and have them run the state. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, so there's a state emergency. However, he, there's probably somebody in, in in this state who knows more about running the state than he does. Oh, yeah. Almost absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, anyways, yeah, so there's a state of emergency in Missouri, and that's really uncomfortable. That's really, uh, I don't know. Like I said, my, my gut reaction is that this is just adding to the whole fear of things. Yeah. But on the flip side, I don't know. I guess if people are really going to be that upset about whatever the potential verdict is, I like, this will be funny. I don't feel like it's going to happen, and we talked about this last week. But it'll be really funny if there's all these preparations, and then it comes, and then they come out with an indictment. <laughs> Everyone's like, "We're, we're gonna." Oh wait, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. Just, I swear, we're gonna burn this city down if they don't. Oh, oh they they, made, no, they did. Oh yeah, they made the right decision. Oh, cool, oh. cool, cool. All okay, right, fine. All right. Yeah. Well, okay, let's go Black Friday shopping then. Yeah, let's uh-huh. go. Let's uh, enjoy the holidays. Yeah. Um. My, it was funny because my mom asked me last night, just straight up as an opinion thing, you know, mm-hmm. me and my wife were over there. How many gallons of milk do you have stored up? Are you ready? Uh, three. Okay. But, but see, that's no more than I normally have, you know. Do you I, drink like, that much milk? Well, it's me and my wife, you know, we're, we're big milk drinkers. Are you really? we got three gallons, yeah. I'm kidding. I don't I don't drink hardly any milk. The only, I'll tell you this, now that I'm in my, now that I'm in my late 20s, you know mm-hmm. what milk's for? To mix with coffee. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Or to have a big bowl of cereal, which I do about four times a year. I love cereal, man. Sometimes I'll get a box <laughs> and then I'm I'm the kind like I'll get a mixing bowl. Yeah. And I'm no, eating half too. a box of cereal. Me too. Yeah, exactly. That's a bag of malto malto meal and then just like Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just glug 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 glug. Yeah. And you you eat so much sugar that your next bowel movement is just green. <laughs> It's green with purple stars. Well, I only do that if I don't have to work like for the next fifteen hours or so because I, Daddy's going to sleep after that. Yeah, well, you're maybe also, not right after. You're probably but, also going to wake up in the middle of the night with with rumbly gut. <laughs> Rum, yeah, rumbly tumbly. Uh, <laughs> bad case of rumbly guts. Yeah. No. Uh, so she asked me and my wife, uh, like I said, just an opinion thing, and she's like, she's like, do you think he's he's guilty? Do you think he, there should be an indictment? And I said, I here's what I said, and that's what I believe. Doesn't matter anymore whether or not he. Well, I think I've issue, I, I think I've said this on the show too. I said, I said, look, my gut reaction is, if you and this doesn't even go for police officers, this goes in general. If you have a firearm, is there ever a reason where you would need to shoot somebody who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my gut reaction. Sure. Now. There is the flip side of it of maybe he was going for his gun. Mm-hmm. Did he feel threatened? I don't know any of those things. Yeah. I wasn't there, didn't see it, and I'm not Mr. Wilson. So I don't know any of those things. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think there could be manslaughter or something like that. Do I think it was necessarily cold-blooded murder? I don't know. But, here's- but I will say this, and this is what I told my mom, because here's a flip side. Consider this. Because she, she was the one, she's like, well, what, what if he was going for his gun? Okay, let's take that for a second. If he was going for his gun... If an unarmed person who does not have a firearm is going for your firearm and you need to shoot them to stop them, you do. Let's Okay. Do you need to shoot them six times? No. I can't imagine a scenario where you do. Perhaps no. there is one. No. But I can't, I, can't, 
I can't in my mind. Um, um, unless Michael Brown is the Terminator. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason why. <laughs> yeah, unless he's unless he's from a science fiction film. The Terminator or Predator or like Gandalf. Or something from the Matrix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine not a scenario where you need to shoot someone You don't someone need to empty times. a whole clip into him. I don't feel like you do. No. Now, again, it's possible that I'm wrong. It's possible that he kept going for his gun. It's possible that other people were going to join. I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. But my gut reaction is, you have a firearm, he doesn't. Do you really need to shoot you him also have You also have several tasers and a nightstick on you. And a radio to call the unlimited forces of Hellfire and Fury down. Well, there are like, right. There, there were, he wasn't there by himself. Like uh, Darren Wilson, he there was another cop right there. No, so was there? I didn't know. I'm that. pretty sure, sure his partner. I didn't think there was. I thought pretty, he was close. I thought he sure. was like there afterwards, but I didn't. Know. I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, but even if there wasn't, like that's what I'm saying. Like I can't imagine a scenario where you have to shoot somebody six times. Yeah. If someone, if if I had a handgun and someone burst through my door unarmed. And their intent was to harm either my family or whatever, and they started going for my firearm. I would most certainly shoot them, as I think that I would be justified to do so. But I don't know that I would just keep shooting. Yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, but again, here's, I can't imagine a scenario where yeah, that there, would be the well, case. Another, another another thing is that we haven't even heard Darren Wilson's statement yet. His official statement about what happened. Well, yeah, because I'm sure it's under wraps. That's too. nobody's heard that. Yeah. So all we've heard is hearsay. What the uh, what the neighborhood what has said. What an upset community has said. Um, Which you have to take with a grain of salt. And that's it. You just do. But that that's why I, that's why I said what I said. You know, hearsay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it, it's not uh, we, the public doesn't have all the facts, which annoys me. Is because it is if you're going to declare a state of emergency, you have something that the public is following so vehemently mm-hmm. and is, is passionate kind of, about. Yeah. yeah. Then why would you why would why wouldn't you let us have all the information? And maybe we will when the indictment comes out. Oh, let us have all the information. Yeah. Let us know what actually happened and the facts surrounding it before the uh, the the indictment comes down. Before we know whether or not he's going to be charged, so that if let's say his his statement is that okay, all the things all the things actually happened. He actually went for the gun. He needed to, he needed to shoot him six times. Maybe that helps defuse the situation. Maybe Perhaps, some people, yeah. you know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you let us give us all the facts? Yeah. as soon as you have them. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, there's a myriad of reasons, but the politics—that's just not how this works. That kind of thing, and and obviously the grand jury, everything that the grand jury is doing is. Um, Excuse me, sorry. Unbelievable. The nose. I've got a cold. It's winter season, man. I got a cough and a cold. And- uh, excuse me. Yeah. So the grand jury. Like I mentioned last week, they've got information that you or I don't have, and probably maybe even the governor doesn't have. Like, mm-hmm. there's just, it's just that's how that type of jury works. You know, they get all the information, the statements, the facts, the, the, the blood, the casings, the everything in order to make a decision as to whether this person did something illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, either way. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about net neutrality. You ready to talk about that or you want to do something? Yeah, first? let me see what else I've got here. Whereas we've beaten that horse to death. Yeah. Where, whereas we've beaten that horse to death. Whereas people want to listen to something different. Whereas we want to talk about something different. Uh, I was actually going to talk about this a couple of weeks ago. Well, we've been it's been on deck to be talked about for a couple of weeks now for us. I'm going to pull up the articles that I've got here. And this Ted Cruz one. 
And then I've got something interesting here as well. But, uh, cool. All right. This is one, you can find this all over the place, but, uh, the headline or the spin that I was going to put on it a week ago, and I think I'm still going to do it, is uh, Matthew. I would like to inform you of something. Sure. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe I have found the one thing that in eight years of elected office, President Barack Obama is going to do. I don't know that he's done anything else. I don't know that he's done anything worth looking at, but I think I found one. And that's this net neutrality thing. Oh, so he didn't he didn't pass a healthcare bill? Not worth a darn. No. He didn't get he didn't get Osama? No, he didn't do a damn thing for Osama. Are you really are you be, you're being funny, right? You're not being serious about the Osama thing? He killed Osama bin Laden. I mean, he was the one who okay. the executive order. Did he ride go. in on a white horse and a George Washington hat and slit that Islamist bastard's throat with a broadsword? Yes, he did. Okay. <laughs> Okay, good. I'm sorry. No, but he was Apparently the one who, my he was the one, who, was like, he was the oh, one who what? He was the one who what? He was the one who 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 sh- I that was close to pardon my language. He he was the one who who wrote out a war that his whole campaign was based on saying that we shouldn't be in. I don't see how you could be like all anti-Obama and I'm not anti-Obama. You have, Just to, be, show you have me to be facts. anti-president. Anti-president, man. I, <laughs> I'm not anti-Obama. Well, I'm anti-presidency. Oh, yeah, I know you are. You're tear down. No, everything. screw every person who's whoever ha- has that office, that office. Yeah, from here on out. No, but like, come on, really? He didn't do anything for Osama. It happened. It happened under his while he was the president. But no, come on. So he wasn't the one who signed the executive order saying go kill him. Yeah, he was. He signed the executive but, order. Wasn't wasn't our Osama. whole goal from. <laughs> Three months after 9-11, when George Bush sent in airstrikes, like, w- wasn't that what we were doing? Like, this is, this is, and, and, and not, not only that, but to further my point, okay, we got him, so that means all the troops are at home and safe and sound now, and the well, war's I, I over, wasn't, right? I wasn't saying that. No, of course not, well, because that's me, not even the goal. Asked, you said that this is the first thing that Obama ever did. That's worth anything. Oh, yeah, okay. With that addendum, that's worth anything. I really believe that. So nothing Healthcare, else is done. I price is it out. Anything. All all that's done is screw me. Um, so do you think this net neutrality thing is going to last? Let's 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 get into the article. Let's talk a little bit, a bit about it. Well, which I've got a couple articles here. I got a President Obama one. Then I've got this Ted Cruz one, where he's he's saying that uh, Ted Cruz is against it. Um, and it's funny because all the Republicans are like, "You're a moron." Like this is good for the internet. Yeah. Um. That is the main thing I want to talk about, is the fact that, uh, oh, and then you sent me this one, politicians overseeing the internet received over eight million, yeah, you know. So there's so many angles to this. Yeah. Number one, and here's here's the point that bugs me the most, something needs to be done about the way that the internet is being handled in the last five, really five years, right? Because I don't know if you'll recall, but Comcast and Netflix got into it. I think it was two years ago because Comcast was like, hey, Netflix, pay us a couple extra bucks if you want your stuff to be fast. Yeah. Which I think should be illegal. Yes. Netflix, they throttled Netflix down to a point where Netflix ended up paying so they could have the speed on Comcast's network, um, you know, that was that was comparable. Now, there's this net neutrality thing where the essence of it is everything on the internet should be available at the same speed. Yes. 
Yes. And the whole thing is just a political football that is being kicked around, and Republicans are saying that Democrats are for it, and it's somehow bad for the internet, which I, I can't imagine a logic where it is. Mm-hmm. I really can't. At face value, there could always be something added. There could always be something that's a part of it that is not good for the internet as a whole. And that, and that also goes along to the internet sales tax and things like that. But, um, and then the Democrats are saying that the Republicans are against it because it's good for the internet. And it's like, it's like, really? Like, can't, at face value, can't we just look at this thing and agree that this is what the internet needs so that, so that the money doesn't determine the speed of what's available to regular people? Yeah. That's unbelievable to me. That's what I think is the main point. I don't understand why we can't, we can't all look at something with the people in mind, like, because, because it's regular Joes that are accessing the internet, right? Yeah, it's not about the people, though. Regular people. It's about with, the money. Yeah. How much money? Money, 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 money. I know. Money. I hate that. Anyways, here's the here's the report that you sent me, or this this uh-huh. article that you sent me. In the wake of President Obama's recent public endorsement of net neutrality, Gizmodo has released a report highlighting the campaign contributions received by politicians from the nation's four major telecom companies. Mm-hmm. Which, at the end of that sentence, just think about that for a second. Put that in your pipe and take a good long drag on the fact that telecom providers are making political contributions. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Every company big enough is doing it. Every company, yeah, yeah. As per the report, Democrat, Democrats and Republicans received over $8 million from companies like Comcast, Time Warner Cable, Verizon, AT&T, and their trade group, the National Cable and Telecommunications Association, in this year's election alone. What's particularly concerning is that money doled out by these companies directly reaches politicians like Ted Cruz, who's on the Subcommittee on Communications, Technology, and the Internet. The ones making the decisions on this. Right, which handles Internet governance. Uh, and FCC oversight, the following table. And there's a table here. <laughs> so in, within this article is uh, a table of all these contributions. And it's just, I'm not going to read this off, but there's a number of money. And it's funny that uh, some of these companies, Comcast looks like, mm, or this NCTA looks like maybe they have the most, or Comcast. Well, Time Warner Cable's got a lot too. Of people that have that have made contributions to the Senate subcommittee members, both Democrats and Republicans. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, here's a breakdown of members of money given to the House Subcommittee on Communications and Technology. Again, it's it looks like it, it probably is almost every person on that subcommittee. Well, has gotten, like, there's no one that doesn't have any from anybody mm-hmm. or from any of these companies. Like, everybody on this list has gotten more than one from everybody. Yeah. Um, except for this this one guy here who didn't get one from either Verizon or AT and T. I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six. So his seven. kids might have to skip the semester of private yeah. school. <laughs> of let's see, of of what probably ten different senators and six, so like sixty different combinations. There's like sixty different possible donations. Yeah, there is like seven four spots. Blanks, yeah, yeah, or eight blanks, five. One, two, three, four. I five. counted seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, so basically, sixty out of fifty-three possibilities possibilities <laughs> for donations were filled. Yeah. yeah, and these are, I mean, they're or fifty-three not, out of sixty. They're not huge numbers: twelve thousand, five thousand, three thousand, eleven thousand. You know, but they still represent. They they represent Money. votes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, they do. Yeah, and um, yeah, the bottom line is net neutrality is good. The, the the pipeline should be entirely open. Mm-hmm. That's how it was designed. Um, and unfortunately, people... Not only that, but I saw a report a couple weeks ago 
you do know that by the dollar amounts, <laughs> the United States, okay, uh, and now keep in mind we have Silicon Valley, we have the we have Google here, we have Twitter here, we have Apple here, we have like the technology capital of the world, United States, right? Like we, sure. we we're the ones that do all this stuff. By the dollar amounts, we pay far more for what is considered broadband internet than the rest of the world. <coughs> Much more. The rest of the world. I have a friend who's a missionary to Uganda, Africa. And when he came back here, this was maybe You told me this story five or eight months ago. Yeah, yeah. He he was like he was like, Yeah, honestly, it's not great speed. He's like, but for what I pay for it, and they, he's like, they don't care about copyright anything. I can download whatever I want. Yeah. And and you just let it go. You mm-hmm. just you don't get paid. For, you, you don't get charged. You pay one flat fee for the speed that you get, and it's just always on and always there. And, and this is in Africa. <laughs> the yeah. guy basically lives in a village in Africa, and broadband is easier to use and better managed there than mm-hmm. it is right in the middle of the technology capital of the world with Silicon Valley and Apple and Google all on board. Yeah, yeah, uh, because we have the infrastructure to uh, police. And yeah, that's, that's why, why why our internet is so heavily policed because we have the in, inf, infrastructure and the technology to police it, and the people are there to make money off of it. Exactly. Um, one of the, one of the most interesting things about this article, and I'm not sure if you're able to find it. I, I think it's towards the end, but after the t- this table in charge of of everyone on the uh, communication subcommittee mm-hmm. taking all the donations, right? Mm-hmm. None of them are over twelve thousand dollars because you can't give more than twelve thousand dollars to a single person right okay oh here's what you're talking about senator mark Pryor. this thing might maybe maybe what is it in addition company employees can also contribute to campaigns yes yeah for example senator mark Pryor, chairman of the senate subcommittee received ready for the number thirty thousand seven hundred fifty dollars from employees of comcast yeah yeah employees of comcast who then turn around and write that off on their taxes as contributions, as contributions, and because it's more than one incentives employee. from their companies. Yes, but but here's another major thing: uh, where where do uh, politicians run all their commercials? Oh, these companies, yeah, absolutely, right. Here's an interesting. Yeah, fact. don't think these campaigns aren't in bed with these companies. Here's an act- interesting fact: Anyways. after C- Citizens United and a lot of the campaign finance stuff that has happened in the past ten years, um, you can run a ad for a politician. Uh huh. And not be a part of their campaign. Not be a part of campaign yeah, and not be endorsed by that politician. Yeah. Or officially Which a majority endorsed. of them are now. I don't Mo- know if you've noticed. 95% of the TV ads aren't paid for by the politician's campaign. Because they can only they can only pay for a certain amount themselves. So here's the thing. If you get Comcast or Time Warner or Charter or any of those other big companies on board with you, or if you're in their pocket, if you're their man, you can run as many TV ads as you want for virtually free. You just have to vote the way they want. Yeah. And they'll run they'll make and run and commercials way, for you and not charge you anything and, and eat the cost themselves because they know it's good business for them. Well, not only that, and by the way they want, like what you mean by that is when you say vote the way they want, uh, that means so that these guys can stay in power. So yeah. that these companies can control the internet and sure. can make money off of it. Mm-hmm. The internet will be utility in ten years. You're going to pay for your internet usage per gigabyte. A certain amount. Well, you know, the, the mobile data, because that's where, you know, everything, cell phones down, things like that, like the majority of people, that's how you pay. Yeah. 
I, I think all of them, as a matter of fact. I don't think anybody has a truly unlimited plan. Unless your grandfather did from something that from five years ago. Yeah, or, I mean, and there's still companies, there's still a couple that you can pay for unlimited, mm-hmm. but but by and large, especially the big three, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint, Sprint may still have some unlimited, but th- that's pretty much how they do it. And that's why they changed it that way because because if they can if they can get a family plan or whatever it is to pay for a certain amount of data that's shared between the different people, it's all money. Mm-hmm. It's it's all money, you know. And I ex- I explained that to my mom uh, who was actually trying to rework her Verizon account, you know, because I, I had left the plan and then she wasn't sure how the data was going to work and things like that. And she just asked me, she's like, "Why is it like this? Like, why do I have to pay like this for this and this?" And I said, "Money." Like, yeah, that's 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 why because money. because Verizon makes a killing off of you people. Money, 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 money. <laughs> like like and 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 I can with T-Mobile who is a little bit changing the game there, but it, it's the same thing there too. Like it's it's everyone's making money off of that. It's all money, mm-hmm. you know. And it's funny because they paint the picture like if you even some of the reps in the stores and things like that. But we have a concept of how the internet works that there's only a certain amount that the networks can handle and that's why they have to charge like that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of not true, especially with the way that, that LTE and broadband and things like that work. It's, it's a little bit way more open than that. Mm -hmm. Now it, it can slow down with the number of people on it and things like that. And number of people in certain areas, especially with mobile data, but it's kind of not like that. It's kind of just the infrastructure is there and we're throttling and selling specific speeds and specific quantities of data because we can yeah. and because we're all making a ton of money off of it. Mm-hmm. So anyways, the internet should be free and open except for things. Really, I would say the only thing is probably child pornography. Mm-hmm. I think everything else should be open. That even goes to like beheading videos of vices or whatever else. I mean, that's, I don't know. That's information. And if, people want to consume it i'm not necessarily saying that that i do or that it's healthy or anything like that Mm -hmm. especially especially you know with pornography and whatever else but you know that's 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 how information and data works Mm -hmm. so you shouldn't be able to charge more or less for that yeah and a company like netflix who has changed the way we consume media should not have to pay whoever it is, whether it's Comcast, you know, it was Comcast this time or whoever else. They shouldn't have to pay for their service to be on the same speed as, say, because if you're if you're on Comcast and you're going to watch Comcast programs or Comcast that sort of thing, mm. that speed's going to be nice and fast. Whereas your Netflix, not quite going to be. That's that's totally wrong. That's their own yeah. special interest. Sure. And if I'm paying for 50 megabits or whatever it is from Comcast or whoever, that should be what I get, regardless of the service. Mm-hmm. Whether it's from them or anybody else. Period. And I appreciate the fact that President Barack Obama feels the same way. He probably got tired of his uh, Tyler Perry's House of Pain getting throttled when he wanted yeah. to watch it. Uh, he feels the same way right now, but it's it's not something that's, that's going to change. This is the direction we're heading in, and there's nothing that you or I or anybody else in this country you who think isn't a politician is going to go through, though? Um, I, 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 th- I think that, that we're, no, the net isn't going to be neutral. It's See, not. my thing is, I think everybody's going to want it, but I think at the end of the day, and this is just my cynicism for politics in general, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be changed to the point where we're probably going to screw people. Yeah. 
You're, you know, you're, the internet. Is I think going, it's going to change to the throttle. point, and people are going to think that it's it's a good thing. But I think I think websites, that that still websites, your cable company wants you to go to websites that the that the cable company wants you to go to will be super fast. And the ones they don't want you to go to are super slow. For instance, when I pull up Pirate Bay on my computer, I go to the Pirate Bay se, mm-hmm. and I search. Okay, my speeds are fine. Web pages load. I can search multiple web pages at a time. Yeah. But when I open up the BitTorrent client, <laughs> your speeds drop. My speeds drop drastically. Yeah. And web pages don't load. Well, because that's illegal, man. What? Yeah. Wait, it's illegal? Yeah. No one told me this. No, no it but, is. um, it, it, yeah. So, so it's, it's Charter saying, oh, yeah, he has, he has a file sharing client. Uh, up yeah and they do throttle based on file sharing the internet's controlled it's controlled now people are fighting for control and i don't think it'll ever change no they won't and even even if it does like if net neutrality goes through and that sort of thing i don't think your comcasts and your time warner cables and your hbos and your on and on and on i don't think they're going to go for that no They'll find a way to do it, which also, I don't know if you heard about HBO. HBO Go is going to be a standalone service now. Yeah. If you don't have HBO. Be, and I think that's largely because of, they realize, in particular, and we can call out the one specific program, Game of Thrones, most popularly illegal downloaded program of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's available only through HBO, only if you have a subscription. And now they're offering it mm-hmm. through HBO Go. Because I think they kind of learned their lesson. They, can real, they realize they can make a lot more money. That way. That way, yeah. yeah. Uh, to, to me, Obama coming down on the side of net neutrality is just a... It's, it's, a, it's a political move by him to, to get college-age kids behind him again. Yeah, probably. Even though he... I mean, like, isn't he done? He can't have a third term, right? Mm, not unless, you know, Congress changes the law, the law. I've got two things. One from the Huffington Post and one from DenverPost.com. Which one do you want to go over? Well, what are they about? No, I'm only giving you the, the sources. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with HuffPo. HuffPo? Let's see what the old Ariana Huffing, Huffy Pants going is doing on to. This is funny because I pulled this, even though it's from Huffington Post, which is kind of a joke. Um, no more joke than any other news rag out there. I do love this article, though. <laughs> Here's the headline. I'm a liberal Democrat, and I'm voting for Rand Paul in 2016. Here's mm-hmm. why. The editor of Breitbart Unmasked, a site that I enjoy immensely and find informative, recently told me that supporting Rand Paul disqualifies a person from being labeled progressive. My rebuttal was that he might be right. However, I also mentioned that Democratic Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia agreed with my latest Congress blog piece. In the article, I explained why Rand Paul is correct in questioning the legality of President Obama's troop deployments. Sadly, people at UC Berkeley are more interested in protesting Bill Maher than condemning a conflict George McGovern stated weakens our country in the same manner as Vietnam. Hundreds of airstrikes, over 3,000 soldiers deployed, and a request for $5.6 billion is a war, folks. Had President Mitt Romney just doubled our military presence in the Middle East and launched airstrikes that even the Kurds and Free Syrian Army have criticized, the reaction would have been entirely different from liberals, liberals throughout the country. We once again have over 3,000 American boots on the ground in Iraq without a peep from the anti-war left. Only months after a VA crisis that caused veterans to die as they waited for health care, and about the same time as the publication of this book by an American general. To make matters worse, Congress is too cowardly to even debate the issue, despite calls for a discussion by Rand Paul. 
In the meantime, our values as a nation have succumbed to fear and to fear mongering and paranoia. Since 9/11, we've had to endure ideologues like Sean Hannity, a man who vehemently de- defends enhanced interrogation, yet is too chicken insert the next word to get waterboarded himself, even after promising on television that he would do so for charity. And he goes on and on there real quick. In contrast, Rand Paul has called for the GOP to reject Dick Cheney for the defunding for the defending torture and asserted that Cheney helped launch the Iraq war to profit Halliburton. Newsflash, he probably did. Only Rand Paul provides voice for people disgusted by the fear peddlers on Fox. The tepid rebuttals to their madness by leading liberals like Hillary Clinton and the media-driven paranoia that shapes public policy. Today, over 40% of Americans favor ground troops in Iraq, just several years removed from the end of a deadly counterinsurgency war. Upholding Obamacare is important, but pales in comparison to the prospect of perpetual American military involvement in the Middle East. And this is funny. Rand Paul is my candidate in 2016, even though the Tea Party would consider me Joseph Stalin's love child. I'm for immigration reform and believe that illegal immigrants benefit this country. I've written many articles criticizing Tea Party paranoia. I'm against demagoguery from people like Paul Ryan, who unfairly target inner city citizens. And I'm for federal legalization of gay marriage and marijuana. I think Ted Cruz is a buffoon and that we should listen to Stephen Hawking over Senator Green Eggs and Ham on climate change. Finally, I've also written two novels about the evils of religious fundamentalism and politic demagoguery. On all these possible points of contention with Rand Paul, the reality is that he isn't Ted Cruz or Lou Dobbs in these matters. Senator Paul is a self-described, quote, moderate on immigration, much to the dismay of Tea Party Republicans. Paul's recent Belmar interview shows he's open to cleaner energy alternatives. Most importantly, Paul doesn't abide by the right-wing rhetoric blaming poor people for their predicament or claiming God wants people to do this or that. Congress, at the end of the day, has the power of the purse. So if President Rand Paul scares you on economic matters, simply remember that only Congress can repeal or alter government programs and decide on budgets. I've never voted for a Republican in my life, but in 2016, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul will be my choice for president. Well, he isn't a, He isn't an, an incumbent, so he's got that going for him. <laughs> um, he's never been president before. Yeah. Uh, he's never even, he's not, he hasn't run before, has he? Rand Paul? No. Yeah, I didn't think no. so. It was his father, Ron. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it, it, I tend to agree. You know, I think there's a little more common sense there than a lot of the right-wing folks, sure. again, that, that tend to say God wants this or that. Um, I think Rand Paul has a little more sense. And I also think that in terms of... You know, he mentioned the part about Congress and only being able to repeal or, or change you know, government programs and things like that. I think that's the, the check and balance that could come to because because Rand Paul has always been just this side of, of Ron Paul's sort of in the Fed, like that whole thing. Yeah. Which which as great of an ideology as it sounds like is not practical. You can't just um, pull the plug like that. Yeah, I, it I won't really happen. don't think you can. Um and, but I think Rand Paul is sensible enough to be able to get Congress to maybe cut things back to a point where the budget overall looks a little better mm-hmm. as opposed to your card-carrying GOP or your card-carrying Democrat who's just going to roll right along with the budget. Yeah. You know, which is what Obama's done. You know, I mean, even his statements on, on the budget or the deficit or whatever, you know, in office, he's just kind of been like, well, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my golf trips. Like, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't really, you know, you can't really do anything about it. Yeah. I don't know that Ram would necessarily be my choice, but I do think that article is interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, um, he's. He, I mean, he's not my choice either. But then no one is is my choice. I was gonna say, who is your? I mean, you don't for really... president. No one really. I mean, maybe Elizabeth Warren, but not even her. Because if, to get this far in politics, to get to the presidency in politics, you have to sell out. You have to sell out, and you 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 belong. It's the in big people and the money. And the... You are in somebody's pocket. If you are in politics, you're in somebody's pocket. That is that is the climate of of politics in. In the world today, you can't get a political office without owing a favor to somebody because you took money from them. Yeah. And that's how it is. And then that person gets to affect the politics. And so you listen to that person and do what they want rather than listening to your constituents. Um, so there is no there is no one in politics in, or in American politics today who is really altruistic, who who has the public's best interest at heart. There's no good guys in politics. They're all bad guys. All of them. Yeah. Every single one. It just depends on which side of the bad that they're on. Yeah, it's just... It's, but it's, it's all the money and the interest. Yeah. Yeah. Here's an interesting uh, note. We can make this be the last thing. Um, this was the one from the Denver Post. The... Colorado hands out $975,000 in pot funds to schools for health workers. Uh, after taking applications for about a month from school districts looking to hire health workers, the state on Wednesday awarded more than $975,000 of the grants. Now, this is from money because legislature set aside $2.5 million from marijuana tax revenue because they knew that that was going to be the revenue, and they set aside a certain percentage for schools to hire more health professionals, including nurses, counselors, social workers, and psychologists. So, yeah. Keep hitting the legal weed, people. <laughs> it's the pot will. line for Colorado. Um, and it's coming to Illinois soon. Uh, medical, right? Not recreation. Yeah, but I mean, by the next election cycle. By... You think recreation's soon to follow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By 2016, I wouldn't be surprised if like 10 states Well, don't you think legalized... it'll be, at a certain point, won't it kind of come up federally? Yeah, it will. Because because it is... I it, doubt it'll come up federally under the Obama administration. Well, at some point you have to kind of get the DEA in line because they can still... Like, it's... You know, it still can be a federal crime. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anyways. Yeah, I guess that's about it. We're, uh... Yeah, let's all get high and forget about politics. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> While funding health workers for schools. Um... Thanks for joining us. That has been Give That Some Thought. Uh, I apologize for Matt's coughing. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, just, you know, that Matt's got AIDS. It's middle of November. We just had a cold snap. I'm sorry. I'm a cougher. When I get a cold, it's a cough. So that's what I got right now. It's because of the cigarettes. Well, it's because of smoking in general over the past 10 years. But uh, Why don't you quit cigarettes? I'm trying. I'm trying. I, Are you still trying? I've been trying. Two today. So far, only two cig- individual cigarettes, not like two packs. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I had two. The day before, I think I had one. The so you're going before, up then? Had, <laughs> yeah, the day before, I think I had like three. You know, if you're trying so. to quit, you're supposed to go down. Down. Yeah, I know, but you know, do I, one cigarette a day. Just do it midday and do one cigarette a day. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, That's gonna be tough for work though. Yeah, because the work is where you work. Work actually, work is. Easy because I can just not go outside for because it is cold out now. I can just not go outside for a cigarette. Yeah, but if you get stressed out, you're gonna want to go outside and have a cigarette. Yeah, I am, but because you, you get off the line, you get the cigarette, you get to not Sunday Sunday night. I was stressed out, a terrible shift at work. Really? 
I had one cigarette while I was there. That's not too bad. Um, and then one when I got home. So I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, a month ago it was a half pack a day. And well, was it like, really? So you're down yeah, quite a bit. Now then. it's like two cigarettes a day. You're down quite a bit then. Yeah. So. And how's the how's the funny cigarettes still all the time? I mean, that, that's normal. That's not going to change. Mm. Why don't you Why don't you bum down off of that for a while? Well, I haven't smoked in like two days. Well, do like 90 days. Do like the 90, just hit the reset button. Because no. you've done that before. Yeah, sure. Why don't you hit it again? Maybe. Why not? It's good for you. It's good to challenge the body, Matt. I've lost 60 pounds. Take it from me. Uh, okay. Get off your high horse. Take it from Adathan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. You should just why, hit the why, reset why, button. Why'd you lose so much weight, Addison? Why'd you lose that much weight? Um. How'd you keep it off? I stopped eating. Yeah. Why'd you stop eating, Addison? I do a lot of uh, caffeine supplements and things of that nature. Mm-hmm, mm, mm, and mm. I don't... Um, I don't know. My wife asked me the same thing. I don't really take the time to eat, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... Even if it's a long day at work and I'll get off and I'll come home, I just I just don't feel like eating after having worked with food all day. And I just... It's just like... Yeah, I'd rather just video game or whatever, you know, for like yeah, an hour yeah. before I go to bed. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Adathin is in. Adathin. Adathin. Yeah. I I want Fattison to come back. You want Fattison to come back? I want Fattison. We'll see. That's gonna be the name of this episode: <laughs> Fattison and Adathin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fattison slash Addison. Adathin. Or, or Adathin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, when we when we take the show on tour, it's good to have a really thin guy and a fat guy. Yeah, that's what you want. That's the dynamic that you want. Exactly, yeah, sure. exactly. Because I'm because <laughs> you're no. It's just I'm thinking in my head of like just, just that idea of like going on tour, and then you would be like, it's funny. It's funny, funny to me. One. Well, hold on. It's funny to me. It's funny to me because you're single. Yeah, sure. And would be the one who would be looking for potential... A hookup. That's one way to put it. Uh-huh. Potential interactions with uh, the ladies. Sure, sure. And I, I'm married. Uh-huh. I, I, that would, would not be what I was looking for. And yet... Um, you, you, you... This, see, this, <laughs> you're going to piss me off again. You're gonna piss me off again. You're gonna run me down, saying I'm I can't not, get that's any not tail. What I'm doing. I've got game. That's not what I've I'm got doing. game. Okay. I'm not, I've never said my that game you is don't. just ping pong. Everybody I else know. is playing football. Okay. <laughs> I've still got game. It's still I still have it. It's just for a game no one's playing anymore. Okay. No, it's it's just that's all I'm saying is that is that the thin guy is not is 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 in a relationship. And yeah. And would be looking for one, whereas you would be. Yeah. And I'm really not trying to piss you off. I'm so just you saying, say you just hog all the p- no on tour. That's not what I'm saying. That's what he do, Meredith. He hog all the p- <laughs> <laughs> no. It's it's not. I wouldn't be. That's not even who I am. But I'm just saying, like categorically, if someone were to come see us, sure. In all likelihood, they'd probably shoot for the the thinner of of the two. Okay, first off, this we're not the, like Guns N' Roses in 1989. <laughs> We're not gonna have group. If, if we, we, there are no podcast groupies. But no, when you, well, how many groupies do you think Chris Hardwick has? 
Tons. Have you seen that guy? No. Yeah, but okay. He he might have one or two. He's like the handsome sluts guy, that throw dude. him, throw themselves at him. That's but what groupies him, are. Even, even him's not. Even he isn't getting laid left and right from his show. Okay. Yo, you so don't how, think so? How, how, you don't think Chris Hardwick gets laid? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he does, but not from his. Sh- not because. But see, his he, show he has, has parlayed into the Talking Dead and At Midnight, yeah, and uh, but first off, we're probably not going to sleep with, with the, the guy. Show. Come on, Matt. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was coughing because of the burp. Anyway, <laughs> this has been Burpcast with or, your host Fatty you McGar- <laughs> McBallsack and the Skinny Douche. <laughs> Fatty McBallsack and the Skinny Douche in the morning. No, maybe you can just. What was I going to say? Oh no, it. Why would you? First of all, why would you put the ceiling on this show? We could take this show on tour. People okay. would yeah, come no, see we, us. We, we, sure, sure. And I'm just saying that in that construct, in that scenario, people who are looking to get with one of the people from the show, yeah, they would probably shoot for the guy who, you know, I'm just not. Is a little, you know, a little more this than that. That's all okay. I'm saying. Okay, you, sure. Um, you have that. You yeah yeah. You can uh, you can definitely uh, you could probably yeah. If you walked into a room, and there's you, and then there's me. Yeah. And you say, okay, okay, ladies, who do you want? Uh, they're probably going. They're probably going to pick you, <laughs> unless uh, they uh, have a lot of daddy issues. Well, no, they're probably going to pick you. Then, then you open your mouth and talk for thirty minutes, <laughs> and then I open my mouth and talk for thirty minutes, and they're all going to pick me. You think so? Yes, because you're a jerk and you're stupid, and you run down your friend because he's overweight not and you. hasn't been laid in a while. You know what? <laughs> Screw you! I hate you. The show is over. Never going to do it again. It's officially the end. Of give that some thought. 48. That was our run. It was really good. We peaked around 38 for uh-huh. 35. Yeah. And now it's done. Yeah. We won't see Addison is a week. jerk face who who loves to run me down <laughs> rather than build me back up. Like yep. he's 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 the kind of wingman who turns the gun on you and shoots you down. <laughs> and then when I get back down and have to report to the captain, I'm like, "Well, yeah, the enemy's got him." Yeah, yeah what what can you do? He couldn't get any, p-ty, you know? You can't be a fighter jet and get not get p-ty. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's been a good run. It was a good yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be, yeah. ba- we'll Sorry, be back folks. for season three. Sorry, folks. Dude's, uh, dude over here is a jerk face. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he would rather, his, his friend, his buddy of years, he would rather he would rather make fun of him. Crap on him. Than yeah. actually help him get laid. Than help That's you. That's the thing. Yeah, in any endeavor, really, in yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever, dude. You could talk. You could talk me up. And be like, "Hey, Matt. Hey, ladies. Uh, Matt's awesome. Yeah. You should, He's. You should, uh, you don't totally... look at that body, girls. Look at that brain. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. Whatever, dude. What? I've I've always got your best interest at heart. Yeah. Right. Anyways. All right. Uh, we'll uh, uh, not see you next week. Goodbye, everybody out there in Audio Land. Thank you. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.